all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three blows catching up over a can of three. So many things that we cannot wait to see. Has McDowell White got the keys? Will Suarez be running threes? After Brisbane said no, Franks, the 36ers said yes, please. They chose a second serve of Randall as United went a sweep. We think Walton's hard to handle. If Doyle rules, they're hard to beat. We love some Tucker. Wardenberger's got the lot. There's no cheese, but there's big sauce, and now Bangers gets the shot. Can a mango pick and roll fill the gorge-sized hole? Or do they need a lift greeter to restore their heart and soul? The Kings can focus on the books, so long as their man Xavier cooks. Will there be Magnet regret? Does R. Kelly fly with Majet? Will Thomas be a tank with Manic and LT? And I do beg your pardon, but we rather like Brad Lee. Cleveland, this is for you! We want more of the same from 22. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny and Boydie, the basketball blokes, drilling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Yes, no, Banksy again for this uh, nightcap of last night's games, uh, being we're in the morning now. Um, he is readily preparing the Patreon, uh, whatever levels, tiers you're on, uh, the cheat sheet. And uh, basically, we've locked him in a room and we're not letting him out until it's done, really. He's not allowed to see his uh, wife and kids. I think that's yep. pretty fair, though, Benny. What do you think? Yeah, a completely reasonable on our account. We do mm-hmm. need to get it, give the best product to our Patreon supporters. Another another few new faces. Like, I just thank you to these guys. It's so good to see new faces sign up because we've lost a lot of subscribers and therefore listeners having to change our um, platform. Only yep. yesterday... We've had an existing Patreon supporter say, <laughs> oh, have you released any preseason content? Like, yep. they're just Doesn't obviously matter. out of the loop. And I'm yep. guessing that that is times at about 100 yep. Yep. In, in all serious. To see new people finding it and getting on board is uh, certainly lifts the mood. And uh, that cheat sure. sheet you speak of, um, probably early uh, next week, I'd suggest. Yes. Yep. Um, got to obviously see all the Blitz games and then uh, compile that all together. together but then. this is a double shot. We're going to do this a two for one. Firstly, yep. I'm going to talk through the Tassie v Cairns games, which I had eye on, and then Body will talk us yep. all just, through Adelaide Hawks. Just on the uh, just on the uh, people missing the podcast as well, not getting those automatic um, listens in because of the. We had to change our host, unfortunately, no, through no fault of our own. Um, sorry, sorry. We'll just uh, apologise in advance because we'll probably be absolutely spamming uh, over the next few days to make sure that we pick up on those listeners again. Because as as Benny said, we had the uh, old listener say yesterday we um, that they, he hadn't heard from us um, what's going on, and we uh, obviously have put out about I don't know about twenty or so now. I'd say almost pods in the preseason, Benny. So um, yeah, we'll that's a very good point. Spamming over actually... the socials, so uh, just be a bit patient with us and apologies in advance if you feel like we're uh, absolutely spamming your social pages. And given the game's open now, it could very well be the first pod that you listen to. If you this is yes. the first pod of the season that you're listening to, I'm going to say stop right now. Mm-hmm. We've done a podcast for every single one of these preseason games and blitz games. Yep. Look, take or leave the preseason games, but the blitz games, the nightcap editions, go back and that'll give you start there. They're short and sharp, most of them. Go through a full body of work for the Blitz. That'll be your best pre-season preparation. Um, All right? Sounds good.
you should consider becoming a Patreon supporter. With prices of $1, 5 and $7 per month, find the level of support that suits you best with no ongoing commitment. Group chat, advanced stats, weekly newsletters, cheat sheets, Patreon leagues with prizes, and Banksy's Captain's exclusive from round four. Head to our website and click the link or head directly to www.patreon.com slash basketballblokes. Leagues. Yes. Just quickly want to mention leagues. Um, yep. We're going to try to reduce the burden on us in making sure all the leagues are tied up. Invites have been sent out to a lot of people, but um, for newly signed up Patreon supporters, I hope to get those out to you uh, on Sunday. Um, please try your best to sign up straight away to get us following up so we don't have buy rounds at odd numbers. And uh, I don't even know if we've got Liam Santa Maria as a celebrity in this year's. So we'll have to stick him in a few leagues. We'll, we'll work it out. But uh, we'll, we'll, expect we'll those over the weekend. Yeah, if we have to, we might pull some strings. We might have a Tommy Hirsch or a Liam Santa Maria jump in there as a as a uh, celebrity special guest, something along those lines, because we will be chatting to those both those guys next week, hopefully, as a bit of a NBL fantasy preview from uh, a couple of the big-name guys in the NBL media. And, and just of course, the 12%. Correct. 12% discount um, for so those hopefully annual... Hopefully we see them again tonight. We, we, we've named the, the discount after, uh, of course, Banger. It's a 12%. It's number 12 Big Banger Baines, hopefully he plays some minutes again tonight because uh, from the socials and from our Discord chat, there's a lot of uh, lot of, lot of um, different takes on it, I guess, uh, is probably the best way to do it. Some people think absolute lock cannot not have him, and that's probably proven by the, I think he was about 55 or 50% owned if you um, screen in by the coaches that already made their fantasy teams up. Um, but then a lot of people are kind of like a little bit, mm, mm, you know, maybe, maybe not enough production, maybe not enough minutes, etc. So um, it's a very interesting one. But let's get right, let's Alrighty, Benny had the pleasure of starting us off last night. He watched the Tasmania Jack Jumpers versus Kansas Taipans in the 5 o'clock or 5.30 game. End score was Tasmania 100, Cairns 81. But uh, as always, Benny, we might start with the, uh, might see you there later, blokes. Players that didn't rock up or play this game, who do you have for us? Yeah, look, I think I think I had the most relevant of the two games uh, from a fantasy perspective yep. with the JJ's. Uh, having the best schedule to start off, but uh, we had Pinder miss with a sinus infection, Jonah Antonio's in concussion protocol, Majok Deng, I haven't seen That's any fine. information, but he no. did not play again. Um, for Tassie, we had Matt Kenyon miss with illness, um, as well as Walter Brown, but um, we also had McCall miss, sort of. Did you see yep. this? I did see him. I didn't see him. Apparently, he made a bit of a clown of himself a bit later on in the game because um, I only, only got to watch the first half sort of last night. A bit delayed. Okay. What did he do? He was coaching. Yes. Saw that part. Yep. It was awesome. We, we, we was dressed up in his um, gear. We were wondering if he'd get subbed on, but uh, yep. it, it didn't happen, mate. But, uh, yeah, that's right. Keep that in mind if you're um, when we're talking about this, that uh, Tajir was not there. That's right, and Magic Magic Deng that you mentioned before, he hasn't played any of the Blitz games yet, which is a little bit of a worry, but he, I'm pretty sure he's been in uniform each game. I can't remember seeing him in uniform last night, but like even warm-up warm top and shorts and looks like he's ready to go. So not too sure what that is, what the go is there. Um, to get suited up for three games and not 
even play a minute is a little bit weird. So obviously maybe there's something going on. Um, but yeah, a bit of an interesting one. Maybe one to keep an eye on there up in Cairns. All right. First up, we've got a new segment, Go and I it. think it's going to be pretty self-explanatory. But we all mm-hmm. remember being the single bloke out on our nightcap. So much fun, kid in the candy store. Um, yeah, just loving it, having having a blast out there with the fellas. <laughs> care to explain nice that one? Um, pardon me. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Playing with a poor starting schedule, uh, that would be on our team, but for too many singles. The single bloke, DJ Hogue. 36 Hogue. fantasy points this game. Plus Hogue, is it? Yes, um, confirmed on and adjusted to by the commentary team last night. Um, okay. that, that 36 fantasy points is the fourth highest in the blitz of all players. Obviously, played, played two of the three games. Um and the 1.53 fantasy points per minute, just to give you some scale, anything over 1.5 is elite. Okay. Now, million dollars SFPF. Now, he, I think, would be the perfect Tucker pairing if, it, like, we, we talk about the schedule and the, these too many singles. Maybe I'm overlooking something here because I reckon he is a gun. Liam Santa Maria has been saying that he was going to be the man for Cairns. Okay. Um, and look, just quietly, if you do pair Hogue and Tucker at SF, that gets you all the way through to round 16, disregarding round one. Ooh, it doubles. Wow. Okay. It That's is a very good little rotation, including triples on the way with Cairns in the second half. So Ooh. big decision, I think, to be made with Hogue if you can potentially start with him. Yeah. Uh knowing that he'll be mainly on your bench but covered by Tucker potentially for those singles. Um, he's someone we should definitely be considering. He looks fantastic out there. Sorry, sorry, Benny, jumping in there. 36, is that an average over the two games he's played? Uh, or is that could be. What have I written down? Did you, worth clarifying. Uh, 36 was last night. Um, yeah, so he, I think his average was 35. I think he had a 34 and a 36. So, yeah, right. um, just on that, while we're talking about blitz averages, so another thing we're going to do on Sunday is we're going to yep. email out every single Patreon supporter. Doesn't matter if you're one dollar, five, or seven, you'll get all the players sorted for points per minute and blitz averages throughout this we'll email that out to everyone so if you sign up by this weekend you'll get that information too which would be very handy beautiful um all right let's go down to the sorry mate i'll uh, i'll get the next shout uh, someone who is cheap or we think is cheap based on how they're going well yeah he's certainly cheap sam wardenberg the wardenberger with the butt oh yes um must have been very big expectations when we saw him. I heard he was warming up and I got excited and I just, I said to um, my wife and uh, I was like, I've got, I've got, I've just got to watch his first five minutes of this game. <laughs> yeah. this kid, right? I, I did the exact and, same um, thing. Is that him? Is that then, him? Is that him? Uh, then what happened? Well, uh, hashtag believe the sleeve is the theory I'm, I'm going with. And I'm going to have to be loyal to that because uh, yeah. he had four fantasy points in his 11 minutes, but I think that's just about all I needed to see. And yeah, the, the, okay. word, the word that sums it up, I think, is promise. He was the most promising draft prospect. Yep. He was in the summer league. Uh, Scotty was supposed to play for Dallas and hurt himself. Um, played his 11 minutes. 
he's big, eye test, like beautiful looking stroke on him. Um, and I think he has been promised a role this season. Um, when I, bef- oh, I had hoped he would be someone Wetzel-like that we could sit yep. and stash all year. I think he still might be that. Um, it's a massive structural question for your team. Um, at least we got to see some of it, so I'm taking that. I'm not going to lock him in, like I said on the group chat. <laughs> yeah, there was some group chat. There's been some group chat talk about locking in from Benny, even with his uh, four fantasy points in 11 minutes last night. But um, Benny did mention, and I thought you were going to bring it up, but you haven't yet, the strut. He's got a bit of a strut on him, doesn't it? He's got a bit of uh, a... <laughs> All I needed to see was him strut around. That's it. To be honest, I so I, I only got to watch the first couple of minutes, then I had to pause it and come back and that sort of stuff. I love this KO thing. You can do this now rather than ESPN, by the way. But, um, um, yeah, and then, look, I and then I saw his score and I was like, what? I was like, who, what? Because Benny was up and about about him and then um, he said something about the strut or something or his walk or something like that. And I was like, all right, I'll check him out, check what's going on. And I was like, yes, he does have, he does have a bit about it. I just think last night he um, was lacking a little bit of touch, I think. He was kind of just a little bit out of it, a little bit out of, even on defensive positioning and that sort of stuff, he was kind of a bit all over the place. Just on the, I only watched the first half. Obviously, yeah, so look, I'll take that with a grain of salt. I but, liked um, that he could actually get out there and defend guards that's what and keep them in front of me. Oh. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth, Benny, because the couple of times he got um, stuck on defense where they've, uh, they've had to switch. Uh, he ended up on a small, and I don't know if you've seen him, but uh, anyone out there, but uh, Wardenberger is quite um, quite tall and quite long, um, and he handled it really well. Like he was, like I can see him possibly getting some blocks, even when he's guarding guards out on the. Uh, perimeter. He actually did have a block that got called yep. a goal ten last night. So oh, beautiful. Okay, but there you go. Um, doubled his fantasy score. <laughs> as I said, he will be. Yeah, I think he. I think he looks good. Um, but yeah, look. It's real hard to call it without production. Four points is not what we were after, but 11 minutes really is not, um, you know, probably not a good sample size either. So, and he's a cheapie. So, you know, sometimes you've got to take these little bit of risky red flag ones, even though there's no guarantee. But remember, it's only a 250K uh, risk. It's not a, you know, a million dollar import risk that you have to do sometimes as well. Yep, the big red could be a big red flag. Um, All right, we've got new a, segment we've got a as well. New one, yes, I like this. Once like again, yep. it's called the third wheel. Okay. I think it will be yep. quite self-explanatory. Yes. Who the f- is that guy? Who the f- is that? No damn well who I am. Who the f- is that? <laughs> All right. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't watch that fight and stuff, mate. It's not my um, not my game, really. But you just I nailed the impersonation. I love Connor. I have been known once or twice to impersonate his his strut as well on a on a night out. So, yep, those arms swinging wildly. It's uh, the AC joints of Doctor Boyd, and a very um, poor uh, Irish accent, mate. Mate, as well. I can, I can do a little bit of one. Not 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 too bad, but yeah. Two hundred and fifty k point guard, Sean McDonald. So DP, development player yep. at two hundred and fifty k. Um, had games of twenty one fantasy points. 31 fantasy points and now 40 fantasy points. Now, um, who the F is that? Uh, is actually what I said a bit. Yep. When just watching him play, how yep. he's quick he is. Um, some of the things he did on the court. And he has averaged, therefore, 30.6 fantasy points at 1.31 1. 
fantasy points per minute. Um, playing the Matt Kenyon role last night. Yep. Big flip. Okay. Obviously, Kenyon due to come back, but he's the only one. The 21 and the 31 were with the full slate of imports and Kenyon. Um, is this competition potentially for our Madronia Zunix? I look forward to hearing you talk about maybe just touch on Madronia. Oh, do you want to touch on Madronia now? Is he... Oh, yeah, he's a bit... I don't... I'm if not sold to... on Madronia. Uh, yeah. Madronia. I think he's going to get a run there. Um, but very hard to tell. Bit, bit up and down. But, you know, it's the same. We just sort of talked about it with these 250Ks. But the risk with Wardenberger is... The minutes risk is probably not there because we think he's going to play minutes. We believe he may have been sort of almost promised, promised. that he's starting and <laughs> playing starters minutes. Where you're talking about the Madronia, probably more so McDonald. Um, are they definitely going to play? Who knows? I think Isaac White's shown that he, he should be getting minutes probably above McDonald, probably, I would suggest. But you know, McDonald started we, last night, which yeah, is the interesting right. thing. So. Which is what Kenyon normally does. Um, mm-hmm. So Kenyon back is going to be the kicker, I guess, for McDonald. I guess the, um, the massive flag for McDonald as well is the yeah. injury, guys, the main three. Um, that are missing the start of the season potentially, um, yep. they will probably immediately rule out uh, any role. I think so too. And the same thing with Mondragon, like last night, uh, Robinson didn't play, which we'll get to later. But um, yeah, um, those two guys are probably a little bit too risky. Oh, I, I don't even know what priority I would have them, to be honest, as yet. Yeah, we need Norton news as well. Yeah, that would probably be more. But yeah, you're adding Zunich even to the three of them, that, that yeah. makes it even more of <laughs> a question mark around all those three. It might yeah. be a bit of a gut feel. Um, and yeah, see so how we go. Um, Benny, you, uh, you, we've said this before, you sometimes partake in a nice imported uh, refreshment at times. Uh, and you know, let's talk about some new imports. The Tassie guys, right? Yep. Imports menu. All of the inputs, even though they've got Majet, I'm including him here on that one. Yep. They all score between 23 and 30 points. Cali 30, Majet 25, Doyle 23. And this is not what I wanted to see, mm-hmm. but this is what we genuinely could get with the Jack Jumpers and how they play as a general rule. Um, Cali off the bench in this one takes away a little bit from his 30 fantasy points, but he did look great when he was out there. Things weren't quite working for Milton this game as they have in the past. Yep. Um, but still, still just looks smooth. And I don't think there's much competition there at shooting guard necessarily. I think that's where he yep. might have his edge. Um, I think we still have to maybe pick one. Okay. Well, maybe. I'll just go through the stats a little bit. So um, Kelly had 30 fantasy points uh, in 23 minutes, and that was 16 points and seven boards. Um, 25 fantasy points at 5 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists and a steal, so getting points all across the board and only 21 minutes there um, mm-hmm. so that's a big that's a big opportunity I think because I would have thought Majet was probably going to play more 25 to 30 in that mm-hmm. roster once we get going uh, Doyle 23 fantasy points in 27 minutes that was 7 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists and a steal so those two guys are getting it done sort of all over the that chart um, yeah the old box school. That's it. Um, yeah, so it's a bit of a... But yeah, you're right. There's no real... Like, we wanted to come out and have Kelly just double-doubling him every night, didn't we? And, and slot him in there with the three doubles mm-hmm. in a row to start the season from JJ's. Um, yeah. But that 
hasn't happened. Although 23 minutes, you know, he did have seven boards, 16 points. So maybe there was an opportunity there if he plays, you know, 25 or 30. Um, yeah. As they're ramping up, ramp, ramping him up, maybe. But. So, so I guess this is where I'm, where I'm kind of sitting with them at the moment. So if you do start one of these guys, I don't think they're going to be that knock it out of the park kind of guys. Okay. But on the same footing, yep. I don't think they're going to be a forced trade in yes, rounds okay. two or three. Yes. So okay. around at the end of round three, you want to probably move them on, make yep. plans. But um, they're just going to be steady, and if that's what you want. Um, it's going to be, I don't know if they're going to be those uh, million dollar type cash cows that we uh, potentially might choose to, rather than following the schedule. But that's where yeah, I'm sitting okay. with them. Yeah, I like that. Like, I, and I see that as well. Um, the floor is probably not that low, but the ceiling's not that high either. So you're kind of, depends if you just want a couple of guys in there to chuck in a bit of a production. Um, the Jet's obviously a little bit more expensive. Things 1.2 off the top of my head. Um, the other two guys obviously starting the mill. You'd hope maybe if they're averaging 30-ish, hopefully, um, that they're going to maybe go up a little bit, but not that much. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a tough one. Um, how did you... You watched the game a bit more. Kelly, do you think he's just sort of working into the games a bit more, or is he you know, is he coming from a little far back, do you think? Or oh, no, he looks, he looks good when he's out there. Okay. Um, it was concerning to see McVeigh, who we'll talk about next, get the start. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think he's yep. just going to be a twenty to twenty-five minute kind of guy. Yep. He's far, far better than McIntosh last season. He's quite good, but I don't know if he's going to play those minutes to get the double doubles necessarily. But yep. everything he did last night looked good. Okay, beautiful. Uh, so since we mentioned him, let's go to the top shelf for the night. Benny, take it away. Well, I don't know what Jack McVeigh would be reaching for on the top shelf. Maybe some nice sparkling or Fiji water. It's kind of the impression I get. But is he the player we should be starting from the Jack Jumpers? Small forward, power forward, position eligibility. Had 53 fantasy points last night. Um, only priced at 882k. Oof. He shot the lights out. Um, he can rebound. But he looked to be their number one scoring threat last night yep. with Doyle a little bit off the boil um thank you yeah um do we attack jack this could be could be an option um i've had him in my fantasy side every year just about since he's been in the league so uh, to varying levels of success and he was a real sore point for us last year despite actually yep. being good if you had him stuck with him um for what you paid for him to start off but um Looks fit, looks healthy, moving well. Yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, maybe you might grab for the for the Red Bull because he seems to be that energy guy. But yeah. That's it. He was efficient last night too. He shot five from six from three, which is always good, and ten from 12 overall um, field mm -hmm. goals. So very efficient. Had the seven rebounds, which was three offensive, four defensive. So he's kind of getting it done all over the shot, isn't he, in 23 or nearly 24 minutes. Um, an intriguing one. Um you know, we, we know he played he, almost last year. He started that four spot pretty much from the get-go and was that player to begin with. So, um, yeah, I'm, I don't mind it as a bit of a difference, a uh, bit of a point of difference. Um, I think he's going to be playable. Okay. It would scare yeah. the absolute bejesus out of me to have Captain Jack McVeigh heading into round one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as your only Jack Probably. jumper. Yeah. But, um, hey... Brisket for the biscuit, who knows? And at that price, it's kind of like, you know, um, if you want to get some premiums in, which we'll talk about when we get into strategy and that sort of stuff, maybe 
later on, but um, not today. But um, you know, you've got to if you want to get the premium guys in there and have ca- or have cash ready for those premium guys, you need to look a little bit at the cheaper guys. You can't just flood your team with million dollar imports, um, and you can't do that anyway based on the salary cap. But um, you know, you need to take a little bit of a hit sometimes. So maybe you know, Jack McVay saving you a hundred grand on a on an import might be good enough here to you know upgrade it somewhere else. So um, yeah, it's an interesting one, but I like it. Benny, right, that's, a, that's a good wrap of your game. So good work. Beautiful. Um, I think yours can be a bit quicker. Um, but uh, can you start off with the? Oh yeah, oh, I might see you later there, blokes. It didn't rock up for last night's game between the Hawks and the Thirty Sixers. Beautiful. As I mentioned quickly previously, Robinson didn't play for uh, Illawarra, which is a bit no good because didn't get to see him out there again. He was on the bench, looked fine, just looks like it's rested for the last game, which I'm cool with, I understand. Greta obviously out long term, as we all know. Uh, and the interesting one for Adelaide was no Cleveland. We all wanted to see if he could keep that form up that he's been showing. Um, also rested, I think. He, he looked like he was suited up, ready to go too, just like Robinson. So I think that's all it was last night, hopefully. Um, Number one averaging player for the Blitz so far. That's it. 51. And everyone's sort of getting excited about him. But remember, we can't look at him until the start of round three because because Adelaide are off, I think, on a plane today or tomorrow uh, to head off to the US of A to play the couple of NBA by NBL games. Okay. Uh, That's it. So we have... Uh, I've got the clip. I'm not going to make you sing it tonight. If you could only see the way she loves me. Alrighty, um, sorry. Um, players on a losing side who would serve as a tonic for supporters. I thought you were going to come in and introduce that one, Benny, but that's okay. No, um, no look, I pressed the buttons and I failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good now. I just had to pull I just had to pull strings to get this guy get this guy on my run sheet. And that is, of course, Mango Matiang. Uh, I liked what I saw from Mango last night. He's one of those guys that I just, I'm, I'm rooting for um, myself um, because he's coming back off a pretty devastating, a couple of pretty devastating injuries to his legs um, over the last couple of years. Um, you know, we might, might, you might, might remember him. He played four games, I think, for Charlotte once upon a time. I think it's about four years ago now off the top of my head, maybe five. Um so, but he's still relatively, well, he's not that old. Um, and last night, he just showed a little bit. He had 32 fantasy points in, in 18 and or nearly 19 minutes. Um, that was 14 points, three rebounds, two steals, and one monster block. I did uh, see that. I think the quote at the time was, uh, Mango's just swatted that into the ocean. Because, uh, of course, the game was being played in Darwin. So, um, didn't Ooh, mind not that commentator there. Uh, the other thing was, I think just before half-time or just before three-quarter time, I can't remember exactly what it was, a uh, huge alley-oop as well, which looked real nice. Um, he was up and about, very chirpy. Um, I can't remember if it was Gibson. I think it was Gibson last night on, as the special comments type situation. And he, or it might have been CG43, uh, I can't remember. Um, he said he's a great guy. He's awesome to have uh, in. He's been, he was at Phoenix for a little while in the off-season as a shoot-around player and... Um, um, sort of had it we getting a bit of a workout there, I guess, because I think at the time Phoenix might have been looking at him. Um, and very chirpy, uh, you know, he chats, he's, he's sometimes he's, he's a funny guy, that sort of stuff. I just, yeah, I'm just rooting for him, so I had to put him in there. Mm-hmm. And he looked not too bad. Now, the bad side, Benny, you want, you, I'm, not, I'm talking him up, talking him up, talking him up. The bad side is 
he's a million dollars uh, in the salary. So I don't think he's playable, to be honest. Um, it's just too much of a risk, I think. He obviously doesn't start. He'll be behind, uh, looks like Deng Deng and Sam Froling there, which we've talked about in the last couple of games. Mm-hmm. Might talk about one of those guys a bit later as well. Sure. Um, or next. Um yeah, so I don't think he's playable, unfortunately. Um, but I will be keeping him on the void watch list because if he comes down in price maybe a little bit, um, then I maybe will have a look at Mango, just so I can say Mango on future podcasts, I hope. Beautiful. Well, you may not pick Mango in your fantasy team to start with, um, but I was just going to add, follow him on Instagram. He's, I, it backs up everything you've just told me about the commentary okay. last night. Good. It's fun. Do it now. Go see if you can look at his stories from the last couple of days. Uh, very entertaining dude, definitely. Um, hoping that he actually can build up the fitness to play 2025. Um, so moving on from mangoes to lemon and limes and a little bit of bitters, which my uh, lovely wife will get on a nightcap, which is someone we're, we're feeling... A little, someone's left us with a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. That's not my wife. That's what happens on fantasy sometimes so <laughs> i'm just gonna let you go there may just keep digging that hole i hope hope she doesn't listen to this one but that's okay um now the lemon lime bitters for tonight look it almost hurts me saying this uh, and benny maybe get this person's uh, average other game scores up in your little spreadsheet thing you've been working on excuse well. me clicking. But, um, been talking him up every other game samson froling just didn't look in the game last night um, and it was a bit of a red flag game for me um, because he was up against some decent opposition, which we'll talk about soon as well. Um, he only had the eight fancy points in 17 minutes. Now, look, 17 minutes, okay, we, we know that he's probably going to play 25-30, okay? So we'll, we'll, we won't hold that. We won't hold the eight points. Maybe that turns into a 16, let's say, if he plays those minutes. But mm-hmm. it was more the feel, I guess. Maybe he'd been maybe told to just take it easy for this game. Um because he just, it was just one of those probably games that let Sam down sort of last year, if you remember. Like every now and then you'd have one of these games where he's just sort of out of it. Um, so I just saw it as a little bit of a red flag for me. Now, he did I do have, have those numbers have, if you want. Pardon me. Yep, go for it. The other two games. Yep, so he's coming off yeah, 46 and 43. So you were generally considering paying up at that point. Yeah, and look, as I said, um, yeah, he's just, it was just a bit, a bit, bit of a scary one for me. Um, bit of a red flag. Uh, although the guys, we also we had um, another name I'll mention soon in there. Mango played a few more minutes than he has in the previous two games as well. So a bit of a risk there. Um, but he also was playing up against DJ and Franks, and they they had games. Um, one, one I'll talk about in particular later. But DJ had yeah. 44 fantasy points himself. Had a double double um, in 28 minutes. It, it, it looked like the DJ of old um, had a license to shoot. He sort of. He was causing trouble, and um, in a duo with Franks, they looked uh, like a really good um, uh, front court um, duo there. Mm-hmm. So just one to be a little bit wary of. Um, just deja vu, man. It's taken me back to last year. It was either a uh, do-up game or a frolling game, and yep. it was just fantasy theft from one of them as they went along. So um, probably striking him out, I reckon. Um the imports menu is where we're going to go next, and very yeah, excited look, to hear what you say about this player. Oh, yes. Now, this is, we got to see him for the first time. That, of course, King. And was he King? 
He had 40 fantasy points in 25 mm-hmm. minutes, 20 points, eight rebounds, one assist, and two steals. Um, he was just, he looked like he was all over the all over the court. Um, very yeah, good okay. at both ends. Now, I think he came in with a bit of a reputation as more of a defensive player, like a la Cleveland, a la Justin Simon. Um, but I think he can do it both ends. Um, and like we're seeing from Cleveland now as well, probably, um, or what we have seen in the previous two Blitz games. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably played that four spot a little, uh, mostly. Um, maybe a couple, a couple of times they had the two bigs on there with him, probably as well. Um, okay. But didn't start. Did he start? I don't think he started. I, don't, I haven't refreshed my thing. So, but he, uh, you know, played starters minutes. I think he will start, judging by what we saw there. Okay. Um, ahead of the last night. I don't know the how they're going to work that. I mean. Ahead of uh, Wani, maybe the the other king, wow. the former king. Yeah, look. Oh, well, maybe he doesn't. Then I'm, I'm just looking at. He didn't start last night, but 25 minutes. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe they're still rolling with Deng Deng starting, just because he's got that little bit of extra length, a little bit of extra height to go against some of those more four type players. But he definitely defended um, like a four m- most of the time, um, mm-hmm. as in the um, defended the opposition's four. Um, uh, but he can do a little bit of everything. I, I really like what we saw. Um, and a 40 is obviously a good start to your fantasy uh, uh, career there for King. I only wish we could see them all together. That's the, yes, that's the one that shame. The prob- that is, yeah. a, sorry, that was one of my red flags as well, which we mentioned a few times. But yes, not having Robinson there was a bit of a red flag, sorry. Um, I'm not sure. Even with their schedule, I don't think you can probably start with them anyway, to be honest. Um, yep. But there's a little bit of a point of difference. If you've got a million bucks and you want to, uh, and you like, you know, you like pairing him up with someone like Benny talked about earlier with Tucker and Hogue, you might want to chuck King in into your scheduleizer and just see if you can buddy him up with someone there as an SF. Um, I think he's SFPF, actually. Um, and, um, yeah, map it all out for the, for the whole season and see where you go. But... Yeah, definitely like the look of him early, but bit a couple of uh, red flags. All right, top shelf for the night. I think you mentioned him earlier. Yes, this man. Let's be Franks. He was awesome. Uh, he had a double double, seventy fantasy points, which I think maybe takes your stat away from earlier in the uh, pod made about the score being the fourth highest or whatever it was for the uh, for fantasy. Um, for the blitz, sorry, uh, he was everywhere. He had uh, 30 points, um, nine and 16 shooting. He had the 10 rebounds, which were four offensive, six defensive, an assist to go with it. He just looked like Franks. Um, looked like the Franks probably we saw the best of him last year at Brisbane. Um, four from eight from the three. Love shooting the threes. He just was sort of everywhere, and I think he is going to well from evidence last night. I think he's going to work quite well with Peter. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, we've said that before, obviously, with DJ uh, Humph. Um, obviously, Franks is probably a little bit more mobile than Humph and, and a different, totally different player. But, um, yeah, I like the look of him. And, and um, unfortunately, as we've said before, we can't play him until round three um, because they don't have a game. And also, he's quite expensive. I think he's starting at 1.6, 1.7 off memory. Um, yes. But could be one of those players you look for to target those Adelaide doubles when he starts to come in, because I think not stealing any banks, he's thunder, but 70 fantasy points, that's that's definitely sort of captain possibility territory, isn't it? So um, it was good to see him do that. That's about it. That's um, it, man. Wrap us up. 
wraps up a couple of games tonight. Hopefully we see Banger again and we'll probably be chucking the pot out in the morning um, tomorrow. So uh, listen out for the last one. And then uh, that's it. We've got more stuff, content coming in through over the week in between the end of the Blitz and the start of the season, October 1st. Uh, as always, you can catch us on Twitter at Bball underscore blokes. We are on Facebook, Basketball Blokes, and www.basketballblokes, number one, oh, sorry, www.basketballblokes.com, number one source of MBL fantasy information. Until next time. G'day there, it's Zach, also known as the Fez, coach of the Fez Monkeys. i got to say, the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever-so-helpful Basketball Blokes community. Whether it be team advice, injury news, or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last-minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the basketball blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge, and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby, and I'm the coach of the McVeigh Times. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet and knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon.